Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. If you've listened to this podcast for more than 10 seconds, you know that my entire goal is to get you to schedule more visits. Most major gift fundraisers fail in this industry because they do not do the difficult, scary work of scheduling visits with the right people consistently. The majority of my success in major gifts came from constantly seeking to become as effective as possible at scheduling visits. I read tons of sales books, watched YouTube videos from sales experts, and studied Jerry Pandas' materials on the matter. On top of that, I practiced. The things I learned from experts gave me the confidence to actually make the calls. Today, I have a great resource that I highly recommend you download. Greg Warner from MarketSmart, this episode's sponsor, has put together a guide to help you schedule more visits. It's titled, Top 10 Tips for Landing More Meetings. Not only does Greg run a company that enables major gift fundraisers to be more effective, but he is a successful entrepreneur that has scheduled countless meetings and been on the receiving end of many people trying to schedule meetings with him. He knows a thing or two about this subject and provides 10 great tips, starting with a quote from someone you know I talk about on this podcast all the time, Jerry Panis. Greg is the real deal, and this guide will help you schedule more visits. Go download it now at imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. That's imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. The bonus tip, number 11, is my personal favorite. Let me know what you think. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. As you can see, I am still in the middle of uh, kind of chaotic uh, transition to full-time consulting. So I've been putting a lot more of my focus on scheduling meetings with potential clients of mine. And the podcast has been a little bit on the back burner, so not getting it up every week on Monday, but hope to resolve that within the next month as I kind of get things more settled. But speaking of the podcast, guys, if you've been listening to the show and you've got some good stories of visits that you'd like to share on the podcast, please send me a message on LinkedIn or send me an email, kevin at onevisitaway.com, and just tell me briefly about the stories you'd like to share. I'm always looking for good guests, and you don't have to be some super awesome, uh, you know, world-class fundraiser to be on this podcast. Just if you've got stories of visits where somebody can learn something, uh, positive or negative, love to have you on the show. Uh, So please send me an email or shoot me a message on LinkedIn. And as always, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps tremendously in getting the show out to more people. But thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, thanks for joining again this week. Uh, This week, this episode uh, is going to be about extreme clarity. Um, What do I mean by that? Well, let me back up a little bit. Uh, I was having a meeting with a prospective client of mine, and one of the questions they had for me, which was a great question, um, is just, you know, how do we how do we treat our benefactors in a way that they don't ever feel like we're trying to manipulate them? And that is a question that um, 
I think anybody who has a good conscience has wondered before because we don't want we don't ever want our benefactors to think that um I don't know we're somehow trying to use them uh and not not treat them with the dignity that they deserve as a human being and that they are incredibly valuable uh for many reasons uh and we're not just there for their money cuz we we never want people to think that you know we're only there for their money and so her question was just how do we how do we do that essentially and i i you know wondered this a lot at the beginning of my career i know many people wonder this all the time and i argue that the best way to avoid this is through extreme clarity, letting people know exactly what our intentions are and why we're speaking with them so that they can uh, respond appropriately, knowing that they have the full information here. So what do I mean by that? Let me give you an example of uh, what it looks like to to when we're trying to not manipulate someone it actually comes across as if we are manipulating them. So let me tell you about when I first got started in major gifts, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to schedule a visit. I didn't have any kind of formal training or anything. So when I would see people in the database, I'd see somebody and, you know, maybe they gave a gift. I see a gift came in and, you know, it was like $5,000 from Bob Jones. And so I pick up the phone, I call Bob and in my mind, I want to turn this conversation into a way that I can visit with him so that eventually I can turn it into increased giving. That's my kind of objective. But when I call Bob, I tell him, hey, Bob, Kevin with Acme, Acme Nonprofit, just calling you to say thank you so much for your gift. And then, no, I tell him that's why I'm calling but I'm actually trying to somehow weasel the conversation into a direction where I can get a visit scheduled. So, you know, I'm trying not to manipulate them because I don't want them to think, well, the only reason I'm calling is to get you to schedule a visit with me to talk about our organization. And so by the very fact that I'm trying not to manipulate them, I'm coming across as if I'm manipulating him. Because he knows, he can tell I'm not after what I said I was after. He knows that I'm not just calling to thank him, but I'm not telling him that. So the whole time he's wondering, well, what does Kevin actually want? And that's, that's what we never want to happen. We don't want people to be wondering, what do they actually want here? Um, so now when I call somebody to thank them, I call them to thank them. And that is it. So, so yeah, let, let me show you how I would like weasel the, my way into this direction. And I know how stupid this sounds. Uh, you can all laugh at me and you've probably all done something like it before or used to or know people that do or maybe you still do it now and it's okay. We've all been there. So I would do something like this. I'd go, uh, hey, Bob, just calling to thank you for your gift. Uh, just, you know, really appreciate it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course, Kevin, you're welcome. And then I'd say something stupid like, oh, I, uh, I noticed your, your office is uh, pretty close to my office. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it would be nice to go get lunch sometime, you know, if you're in the area. And then they say, yeah, maybe. And then it's just this 
super awkward thing. Nobody knows what's happening. You usually leave the conversation both feeling like that was not fun and nothing has been accomplished. So now when I call somebody to thank them, I call somebody to thank them. When I call someone to schedule a visit, I call that person to schedule a visit. And I tell them right off the bat, you know, just immediately, hey, Bob, Kevin Fitzpatrick with Acme Nonprofit. The reason I'm calling you today specifically is to schedule a visit regarding our organization. How does next Tuesday at 10 a.m. look for you? Now, I'm going to do some videos soon on exactly why this is so effective. But the reason this is so effective primarily is because you're telling the person exactly what you want. And until when you are calling someone and you want something to be accomplished, but you're not telling that person what it is, every second that you're not telling them why you're calling, the only thing they're thinking is, why are they calling? What do they actually want? So they're not, there's no level of trust there because they know that you're not telling them what you want. So extreme clarity is key. People love it. And I am going to illustrate that to you through a story, uh, which I think many of you will relate to. Um, and this, this comes down to the idea of ambushing, something I'll describe later on, but I think should be avoided at all costs. So, uh, this was several years ago. I was introduced to someone who was about my age, um, you know, young guy, uh, had recently graduated from college and someone had introduced me to them just to kind of get to know him. It wasn't a real business opportunity. Um, but they just thought we might be friends, have some, some good connections. So I meet with this guy and we wind up becoming friends and we'd stayed in touch over the years and, um, we'd never really, uh, had much of a professional relationship, but we stayed, we stayed in touch and every now and then we would go to lunch together. We had some of the same friends. We'd go to events together, stuff like that. And, uh, eventually he started giving a small monthly gift to our organization. And, and I mean, it was only like, you know, it might've been 10 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month. It wasn't a huge amount of money. Um, but he did that for a few years. And then one time, uh, he and I went out to lunch. We'd go out to lunch every now and then, maybe once or twice a year. And on this particular day, we're having lunch, we're having tacos, uh, as all good things in life start with delicious tacos, as you all know. And so anyway, we're eating tacos, and he starts telling me about how his uh, his career is really taking off, and he's starting to do really well, starting to make quite a bit of money, and he uh, is interested in making giving more of a priority in his life. And he was just telling me, you know, I haven't really spent a lot of time focusing on giving, and I know that's something I should be doing more of. And so he was, <laughs> he's telling me all this knowing that I am a professional fundraiser and he gives to our organization. So it would have been, I think a lot of people would have jumped on that opportunity to start talking about giving to their organization. And that's, that's where my first, you know, that's where I wanted to go. Um, my first reaction is great. This is a perfect uh, transition into this conversation, but I didn't go there. I just talked to him just about giving in general. And, you know, we just had a conversation about that. And the reason I didn't talk to him about giving to our organization is because um, I didn't want to ambush him. And what do I mean by ambushing? Ambushing to me is when two people get together, one of them works for a nonprofit, 
the other is the benefactor or prospective benefactor, and it was not clear why they were meeting, and the benefactor thought that it was just to spend time with their friend. Uh, and then all of a sudden the fundraiser starts talking about giving and asks them for a gift and they feel like they were trapped and they didn't want to have this conversation and it just, it destroys trust. It's not fun for anybody. Um, and it just harms the relationship in the long run. So I didn't want to do that. So what did I do? Left that lunch, you know, had a great lunch, didn't talk at all about giving to our organization and then shortly afterwards, I sent him an email. And I'm going to read you uh, just directly from that email, some of the exchange we had. So you can see this isn't just like, again, this isn't theory. This is like real world, what goes down. And uh, yeah, so here it is. So I sent him an email. I'm going to call him Bob, like I call everybody. And I said, Bob, one thing I despise in fundraising is when fundraisers ambush someone into a conversation about giving to their organization. What I mean by that is two friends get together and the fundraiser suddenly starts turning the meeting into a chance to ask the friend for financial involvement. I always try to be extremely forthright with everyone I work with. Last time you and I had lunch, you made some comments about how generosity is something that has been on your heart and you aspire to do great things with your income and the wealth that you are sure to build over your career. I did not want to turn this into an ambush to discuss how you could do that with our organization, but I am reaching out to you now to see if you would be open to visiting with me about our organization and about how you could potentially become more involved. How does lunch on Tuesday, the 4th of February look for you? Thank you for your support of our organization, and I look forward to visiting soon. He responds back uh, the next day and just says, hey, Kevin, I appreciate you. I appreciate you being clear with me on that, and you have always done a good job of staying away from that. I would be more than happy to meet up and talk about that. Um, and then we just got the time scheduled. Now, we go into this visit, and this isn't the important here. The, am the amounts aren't that important. It's just to illustrate the point. But essentially, uh, we wound up, you know, he he was given... I don't know, it was like 30 bucks a month or something. And I wound up asking him for a $5,000 gift. And at first it was a little bit shocking to him, but throughout the, the lunch, uh, he wound up agreeing to that gift and even thanked me for asking him for it because it was a, it was much larger than he was thinking, but he had the ability to do it. And, uh, he, appreciated that I just clearly asked him for it and that it was a stretch for him and it was helping him grow in generosity. So anyway, that's the story. It's not some huge story that, you know, it's not one of these million dollar or $50 million gift stories, but it is a story that applies to any relationship uh, in major gifts uh, that ultimately, I believe, success comes down to extreme clarity. And the better, the better you are, uh, the the closer in relationship you are to someone. Like if it's a family member or a close friend, the more important it is to be extremely clear. Because when we mix those, when we make that boundary blurry, and people don't know why we're meeting, and then all of a sudden we start talking to them about giving. It can seriously harm the relationship, causes them to lose trust in us, and it's just going to be a very uh, 
bad experience for all parties involved. So try that out. Try being extremely clear with your benefactors on why you're visiting with them. They'll always appreciate that. And uh, don't ambush people. Don't put people in a situation that they didn't sign up for. So I hope that was helpful to you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And as always, I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from having some delicious tacos, but more importantly, uh, helping someone go from a $30 a month gift to a gift of $5,000.